Well, you can definitely feel it, even though you probably can't see it. There's a war going on right now, and it's a war for your mind. And the weapons that the powers of darkness are using are such things as fear, anxiety, depression, insecurity. And these weapons that are being used are getting people trapped in their minds and bringing about depression and despair. And it's even leading some to consider and even to take the drastic step of committing suicide. These are very unfortunate things that are going on right now. And there are a lot of casualties in this war that we cannot see. But tonight, I've got some very special guests, my friends, Jessica and Javier Pons from the band Red Calling. And it is their calling in life to rescue those who are the casualties of this war and are thinking about such things as drastic suicide. And they use music to help bring people out of the throes of war. So stick around because we've got an awesome interview coming right up with Jessica and Javier Pons from Red Calling. Welcome to our viewers and our listeners, all of our viewers that are out there on YouTube Live, Facebook Live, as well as Twitch, which I'm still learning about myself right now. And if you're watching us on YouTube Live, go ahead and like us and hit that uh, little bell button so that you can get notification. And I am really excited about part two of our Thursday night double shot. I've got my friends, and yes, these are really friends of mine. I just didn't pay them to be on the live stream tonight. Jessica and Javier Pons. And one of the reasons why I really really enjoy interviewing them is they are a band that I met in line at a concert in Tampa, Florida. Jess and Javier, welcome to Raven's Heart. How are you? Good, man. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you, too. The last time we talked, I think, Javier, you were out trying to get some toilet paper about a year ago. <laughs> oh, man, I remember. That's funny. <laughs> Man, a lot, a lot has happened since the last time that we spoke. And, you know, there's a lot that's been going on in your lives. And we've been through, I think, the worst of this pandemic thing now. How did the pandemic, we were talking to you at the beginning, how did everything that happened and all the craziness affect you guys both positively and negatively as musicians? Well, we got a lot of positive things. You know, and we tried to see the positive. We did a lot of negative in the sense that we weren't able to play live. We weren't able to see family. I spent my whole pregnancy without being able to see my, you know, in-laws and friends. So it was, it was kind of crazy, you know. But on the other hand, we were able to promote a lot of our music. We got to places that we never thought that we were going to get, um, like Europe and South America. And we met a lot of people. We learned a lot of uh, stuff, online stuff, like demographics, you know, doing a lot of promotion. We released a couple of singles 
uh, I had it all and torture. So uh, it was like a learning experience, you know, and we, we, we realized how important uh, the internet is and we were using it the way that we, we should have mm. before. Yeah. So it was positive in, in that. And we were in a bunch of online festivals and it was, we got a great feedback on those. So really the landscape of music changed for you guys and you probably learned pretty quickly how to use the internet to, to leverage that and get things out. And I remember you released, I had it all back in what, April of 2020, yeah. was it just? Yeah. Yeah. yeah just just right before. The, yeah. Oh, wait, right at the beginning. Yeah. Right after. Yeah. Right after, right after the pandemic started. And this is something that I'm trying to learn to get better at myself is I'll always interview these bands and they're like, Oh, Hey, we got a new release coming out in like a month. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I didn't time that so good, but uh, we're going to go back and we're going to take a look at the, I had it all uh, this evening and take a look at some of your other music as well. Also too, Jessica, you just mentioned you have a new band member in the house. Um, what instrument does she play and how has having a baby, changed your worldview as musicians well she plays guitar and she plays the guitar you gave her remember that <laughs> yes i do <laughs> women, she loves that thing she loves it so much that's that that's that's like one of her top three toys all right those who are listening he sent a, a a really nice gift to my baby yeah it's like and a little ele electric guitar it was a little electric guitar and he was awesome she loves it <laughs> <laughs> and how it affected me? Well, yeah, it changed my life totally. Um, uh, all I can say is, well, the only downside, the only negative is like um, I'm a little surprised, but I love being a mom, and uh, I enjoy all kinds of music. I even enjoy children's music, you know. So it, it, it helped me grow as a musician, and you know, it gave me a totally new perspective in life. So here's another question concerning the new the new band member. What is her favorite band? Is it Red Calling? I hope. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's Coco Melon. Is that little baby? It's like a cartoon. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, something like yeah. the, wigg the Wiggles or something like that, right? <laughs> Man, I never thought I would hate Baby Shark so much. <laughs> it's like. That thing plays in the house, and that keeps playing in my head like for a whole week. <laughs> I, I think there's a metal version of that, if I'm not mistaken. I yeah, I, I I saw that. Yeah, that was that, that was fun. Oh man, you gave me a good idea. I'm gonna play that for tonight. There you go, the metal version of Baby yeah. Shark. <laughs> yeah, she can rock out on her guitar with that. <laughs> and you know what? That, that's funny because I heard that version even before she was born. Like right when the song came out. Somebody posted on Facebook like metal version of Baby Shark. I was like, I gotta check it out, and you know that it, it sounds good. <laughs> it's not bad. It's it's not bad. I'm I'm pretty down with it myself. I mean, not as much as I am with Red Calling, of course. But I mean, you know, uh, if I had to, I'm I'm glad those days are kind of over for me uh, with Blues Clues, Sesame Street, and and everything like that. Oh so, God, um, yeah. you know, but enjoy it, enjoy it now while she's growing up, and you're gonna look back and there'll, there'll be fond memories, really fond memories. Yeah. Absolutely. It does. It really does yeah. fly. Speaking of time flying, I'd like to talk about your song and your video, I Had It All, that you released last April. Can you tell us what this song is about? Yeah, it's about if you if you see if you watch the video, you can see at the end there's a um a scene where we uh hold this piece of paper 
that shows each one's um, like issues, uh, insecurity, depression, anxiety, and it, it, it has to do with things about all those things that keep us from fighting for those things that matter. And these things are, like I just mentioned, um, like anxiety and, and fear and depression that they don't let you appreciate what you have in your life. And, and you know, and sometimes you can, it paralyzes you. So um, that's why it's called I had it all. Because sometimes yeah. you lose things and you don't, you don't realize how important they were until you lose them, you know. And it was, um, we released the video, it was April 27th. And uh, we, we got a really good feedback from that. We were supposed to have a bunch of shows and promote that single, you know, but we had to do everything online. And it was, it was really, uh, it was, we got a great feedback with, with that song. You know, that's a really interesting perspective. I had not thought about that, how those things such as fear, anxiety, and depression, all those weapons mm -hmm. of darkness really steal yeah. from you. They steal oh, your yeah. joy and love. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and by the way, those are things that we actually, we actually deal with. Like, um, oh, yeah. like you see me holding, um, holding fear and then Devin holding anxiety. Those are things like we, we all pick what, you know, we, we struggle with every day. Yeah. You know, we try to be a positive band, but I mean, even positive bands, you know, we, we, we deal with that stuff every day, especially now after COVID. I think a lot of, a lot of that struggle was very real. Yeah. It yeah. was very intentional. It was very intentional. When yeah. we, we actually had a meeting. Okay. So what are you going to hold? What piece of paper? <laughs> let's, let, let's bring our, our issues and let's talk, let's talk about it and let's just put it there, out there. You know, Javier, you said something very interesting about positive. I think people have this misconception of what positive is, that it's all rainbows and unicorns all the time. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> it, it, it's not. Positive, a lot of times, is dealing with the issues head on that you're facing. That's a positive thing to do. It's not all just, hey, everybody, the world's a great place. You know, it's not like no. an episode of the Teletubbies. Um, it's, you know, dealing with those particular issues and that you guys were vulnerable enough to, to write out the things that you deal with. That is really positive in that somebody who's watching that video, it's like, oh, wait a minute, these guys who can really melt my face off, they deal with the same issues that that I deal with. And I think that's so important because I think a lot of times people think, oh, well, they're musicians. So, you know, and look, they're doing really cool videos and they got all this cool music. They probably don't deal with what I deal with, but everybody deals with those mental struggles absolutely, in their absolutely, mind. Absolutely, man. Every and each human being. Yeah. And no man, perfect, yeah. you got all these positive bands out there and, you know, not, I'm not gonna call names, but I mean, they, 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 they write music from like a higher place. And I'm like, no, man, like we're, like we're dealing with the same stuff. Like we don't, we don't come from a higher place yeah. telling any, anybody how, like we're just telling people, you know, we, you know, we struggle too, man. Like that, that, that's what's up. Like we, we deal with those things too. Absolutely. You know, and it's really important not to write it from that higher place because when you write it from that place of, hey, we struggle with this too, it's really that place of humility. And that's where the power is, is in the yeah, absolute right. humility and being humble right. in it saying, hey, we're, we're really, we're just different. You know, that's really what it comes down to, different giftings. Just because, um, you know, 
somebody can do something good doesn't mean that they're better than somebody else. It just means that they're yeah. good at that and they're different and they're unique. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And there's all this competition in the world. It's like, well, you know, I'm good at this and, you know, everybody else sucks. And that's where you get into bullying and everything like that that's going on in the world. Um, but just being in that place of absolute humility. What I'd like to do is share with our viewers and our listeners the video for I Had It All because this thing rocks. And for those of, the, those of you that are watching right now, go ahead and leave your comments and we'll talk about it. And if you have any questions for Jessica and Javier, also, if you're struggling with anxiety, fear, depression, these are people to talk to because they have their feet on the ground with this stuff. So this is I Had It All by Red Calling. Check this out. And if your face is not melted off, there's something not right with you.
epic. That is amazing, guys. Hey, and Thank we got you. a comment from Christopher Shelton. He is from The Last Trumpet in North Carolina. Like it already. Man, bands you're having on lately are high level. You guys are a high level band. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you, Christopher. You know, it, it just blows my mind. I do have to give a bit of the backstory, the way that we met, because it was just you know, God's providence is the way that I can describe it. It was random, very, very <laughs> random. And <laughs> we were, I was down in Tampa, Florida uh, at the Orpheum Theater, um, the same place where I met Armor of God several years ago. And I'm standing in line waiting for a Hammerfall, not Hammerfall, but Amorphous. It was Amorphous Annika Amorphous. and Delane. Yeah, Amorphous <laughs> Annika and Delane. And I was doing interviews for the podcast that we were doing at the time. And I started asking questions. And Jess and Javier were like, hey, we got a band too. And they gave me one of the cards. <laughs> I was like, all right, yeah, we'll see where this goes. And that night when I got to the hotel room, I started checking out the videos. I was like, that's who I was in line next to. I was like, oh, this is this is awesome. He <laughs> <laughs> was great. He was yeah. great. We, we had a great time. It was, it was a great, great show too. Yeah. yeah, that was a good concert, man. Yeah. That was, you know, and I, I have to go back to that concert a little bit because there was there was so much going on there. We didn't realize it at the time, but that was the next to last ever performance of Delane in the United States when we went to that show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they just broke up. And yeah. my wife, Deb, who does not like death metal, loved Amorphous Love so them, much yeah. she bought the yeah, she bought the t-shirt. So um just awesome, awesome show. And it was so neat to be able to meet you guys. Got a couple questions for you. Here's the sixty-four thousand dollar question. Who's the pyro that set all the instruments on fire in that video? What what's up with that? <laughs> oh man, there's there's a there's a funny story behind that. <laughs> but all right so so um basically he had the idea hey why don't we uh, set the instruments on fire and we're like all right fine we're down we couldn't get the fire going like we tried everything like we tried paper we tried uh, a bunch of like chemicals we had at the studio then we were about to give up he's like hey i have a bottle a bottle of deodorant in my car like those ads uh deodorant <laughs> and then we sprayed like dude we sprayed everything <laughs> But then you got a little out of hand. Like we put too much on them. So now we're putting water in the instruments on the places we didn't want fire in. <laughs> so, so yeah. Crazy, <laughs> yeah, like her mic, I was like, all right, I just want the stand to have fire, but not the actual mic. Let's, yeah. oh, let's wow. put water in the mic so the fire won't get. <laughs> so, so the key to pyrotechnics here was the Axe body spray, huh? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is at three in the morning. Like, I'll, like I'll, I'm surprised we didn't get shot down. <laughs> hey, we've got a new viewer with us, Jermaine Nixon from the Tricord from uh, Jessup, Georgia. He says, what's up, guys? Jermaine, thanks for joining the show. We are melting people's faces off tonight with my friends from Florida, Red Calling. You know, I, I want to ask you this question because you guys have a really good um, um Oh, Christopher says, <laughs> LOL, that's awesome how you guys set fire. So, guys, <laughs> remember this. Not only can Axe body spray, uh, uh, body spray attract chicks, you can use it to set things on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and no, Axe body spray has not uh, sponsored this show this evening. No. So, no. No, no. But um, you guys have a really good, you, you've got your thumb on the pulse of, of 
hum, the human condition, especially with, with the mind. And uh, uh, Jermaine says, sorry, I'm late working my tail off. Hey, thanks for <laughs> letting us be, join you at work uh, and uh, yeah, after you. work as well. Thank you, Jermaine. It's always good to have you. It's good to have all of our viewers and listeners with us uh, this evening. So um, what do you think it is? What's going on in the world from your perspective that's causing an increase in anxiety and depression and insecurity what what are the things that are contributing to these factors from what you're seeing especially now being parents because you're aware of a lot more things now than even before becoming parents yeah that's funny because we were just talking about i had it all about those things that keep us from fighting and security and all that and that was written before the pandemic then the pandemic hit and it's funny because then we wrote torture, which, which is like a natural step, you know, still dealing with those things, still dealing with anxiety, like in a higher, like, like amplified level, you know, because of the pandemic and being parents and all that. So torture uh, is about like, which is our new single and new video. It's about finding that calming voice, that, that special relationship that can, you know, stop that torture in your head. So I think answering your question, uh, you know, the pandemic is the big thing, you know, we're, we're all tired about, you know, we've been talking about this for over a year, but uh, all these things, you know, uh, mental health issues is like a second pandemic. And it's, it's been pretty tough for a lot of people, especially those that live by themselves, you know, that have no family, no friends. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just a really tough time. But there's always a way out, you know. This was torture was a way uh, for us to cope with this and to let our fans know and people and friends that there's always a way out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, I think the world has conditioned people to react to the way that they're reacting to things. I saw something on TV the other night. I watch a lot of Simpsons. I, I have to admit it. It's one of my favorite TV shows. And they showed the episode with the tainted crusty burgers where people ate the tainted crusty burgers and the world turned into zombies, you know, and um, everybody's freaking out. And then Bart eats the tainted crusty burger. But all of that stuff, when we hear the word pandemic, because Javier, we were talking about this when the pandemic started, when people were running to get toilet paper off the yeah. shelves. It's like, what, what, it's like, what in the world? You know, oh, I am always ready with props here at Raven's Heart. I mean, um, if anybody wants this, you know, email me, Glenn, at uh, email me at Let Us Cry, L I T H O S C R Y at gmail.com, and I will send you some official Raven's Heart toilet paper. Um, but people are conditioned to think that way. And then you take a look at all the Hollywood movies of the, you know, um, I am legend, you know, when the virus breaks out and everybody turns mm -hmm. into zombies. So when you hear the word pandemic, people already start freaking out. They're like, oh no, this is the end of the world. It's, it's the apocalypse. And I remember when we were doing just the audio podcast at the time that we were having calm people down. It's like, no, this is not, there's a lot more things that have to happen before yeah. we get to the, be, before we get to the end and people, they just get oh, in yeah. that excited, you know, and then it turns into a group thing. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you think that that has something to do with people getting all worked up as a group think of well, if somebody's doing this, then I got to do it too. I think I think there was a lot of like misinformation, and I don't blame anyone. I mean, we had never seen something like that. But I think that uh, moving forward, a lot of people will try to get more informed when something like this happens. I mean, I don't think um, I don't. Hopefully, nothing like this happens again. But now, 
I think that people are not going to panic as much because look what happens. Like, yeah, the virus is very real and, you know, we had to stay, we had to quarantine. But at the end of the day, I mean, like a lot of stuff got, there was a lot of misinformation. But now you see, if you check the news, they're saying that there is a possibility that it came from a Wuhan lab. So you're like, okay, so we're moving to a total new dimension, you know. It's like, okay, what what's wrong? What's going on? So it's like, you never know, because that's, that's a different um, um, level, you know. You don't, you don't you're not on the politics you're not you don't deal with with that that's a different level we're not in that uh dimension so what i what i do is i just live my life the best way i can you're not gonna know the truth because it's, it's horrible you know and as javier said there's a lot of misinformation now there's stuff coming out that's like even it's like creepier because if it's if it's for real like a man-made virus and it was made in a lab and it's like a biological weapon or whatever you're not going to be like happy just it's good to be you know the same form but on the other hand just try to keep your life you live your life the most and you know do good and that's the way i live honestly because you can get totally crazy you know with this that's a really healthy perspective. There are two things that I want to highlight that you said that I that I really think it's important for our listeners and our viewers to cue in on is first of all, before you panic, get all of the information first. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, Javier, when when the pandemic broke out, we really didn't know what we were dealing with. And and yeah. you know, mm -hmm. it's not that there was all this purposeful misinformation. It's like you don't know what you don't know. You can only guess based upon projections, models, and things that you saw before in the past. The yeah. second thing is living and being responsible for your life. Correct. And responsible, I would say, you know, for for our viewers and our listeners, be responsible for what God's called you to do and focus mm -hmm. on that and don't become overwhelmed with the rest of the world because like what our friends from Red Calling did, you know, yeah, there was a pandemic, it changed things, but it didn't stop them from doing what they were being called to do. They were still yeah. releasing, they were still releasing music. And Jermaine wants to weigh in here. He says, that's good stuff. Guys, that is good stuff. That's why I love these conversations. This is why I love the community of what we're doing is we can talk through these issues. And he also says, excited to hear from you, Red Calling. I think you got a new Thank fan you. uh in, in Jermaine. You. You're gonna have to check out his band, Tricord. They they rock. Oh, really oh man, good. yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're oh. really, they're really good. Um, so you know, get the facts before we start to panic. That's it's like just a couple of weeks ago, uh, we had the gas crisis up here. You guys oh, probably yeah, had that, that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people were in the stores hoarding toilet paper and goods again. It's like, what's the toilet paper going to do you dur during a gas crisis? You know, um, <laughs> you know, just calm down, people. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. And it's very important to remember that. And, you know, all of those things, the anxiety, the fear, the depression, it does lead to the torture in your mind. And I want to share this video, especially for Jermaine, who is just tuned in right now to see how, how, how you guys can melt people's faces off really, really well. This is the latest Red Calling song entitled Torture. And before we do that, uh, Jermaine says, so true. Have have to use wisdom. Holy Spirit guides us through every situation. Absolutely. Uh, it's using wisdom. And we're going to talk more about that. And he says, yay, because he's waiting to hear some some massive music from Red Calling. This is torture.
Wow. Wow. That is totally Mac the Metal Dog approved for our viewers and our listeners who have been with us for a while. My, my, my blind Boston Terrier who spends most of his time snoring and, and farting in the studio um, and listening to music. Um, he totally approves of Red Calling. Guys, that is absolutely, absolutely amazing what you got going on there with that. We got some comments I want to roll through here. Um, we got Jermaine Nick Nixon, that rift and minor key with a lot of flames there. Awesome. <laughs> he also says, yes, so raw. I love this. I told you we got a new fan Thank here you. for you. <laughs> <Yeah. Thank laughs> He's totally down with that's a lot of uh, emojis and hieroglyphics. <laughs> I can't read emoji that well, but you guys are so sick. He loves it. You know, I, I've got to say this and Jess, I shared this with you a couple weeks ago when we were prepping for this over the phone. I've always been a very big Lacuna Coil fan. Hey, and there's Debbie Remsen. Look at that. We know Debbie. She says, love it. <laughs> so yeah. how Thank exciting. You, <laughs> um, I've always been a very big Lacuna Coil fan and I have to put this music up there with the quality of excellence that you hear from a band wow, thank you. like thank Lacuna you. Coil. Man, what you guys what are about, man. We, we love Lacuna Coil, man. <laughs> yeah. just just awesome awesome they're stuff. amazing they're actually one of the best bands i've seen live yeah they are they are really really good i've had the opportunity to see them several times and every time i saw them it never never disappointed me when i saw oh, them yeah. live um but the quality of the vocals the instrumentation everything everything in both of those songs that we just played tonight it's just so tight. I mean, it's just it's just right there. There's a there's an ambience that just flows through everything that you're singing and that you're doing. I can understand very clearly what you're doing, and I love the visuals in the background of that video, especially yeah. with the skull. And that's something I want to talk about for a minute: is the skull. We talked about this in our early ed er, uh, edition with Monica Sowey from Aseity, who we talked to at the seven o'clock hour, is that the skull is really the major place of the battle. You know, it's in your mind with your thoughts. Um, yeah. Right here. Yeah, yeah, there it is right there. Hey, and, yeah, awesome, the skull. And I've got my raven and skull right here that's on the, uh, uh, on the studio desk. And I want to remind people something about this because unfortunately the skull got stolen by the devil. Of course, like everything else gets stolen. Um, the skull is probably one of the most important symbols in Christianity, in the Christian faith, because it was at the place of the skull, Golgotha, also known as Calvary, That's where Jesus right. was crucified and the battle for the mind was won. Remember that. And, you know, I, I want to be funny here for a second because, you know, we hear of all of these churches, you know, Calvary Church and Calvary Baptist, all nice names. But, you know, what? I'm going to open up my own and call it Skull Baptist Church. What do you think about oh, that? God. You know, oh, yeah. Man, I love that. I love that. <laughs> we'll have Red Calling lead worship on, on Sunday morning. Um, but that that's the truth of it is it all starts in the skull. And when Jesus and John the Baptist, when they were saying, hey, repent. You know, you need to repent. Um, it means change your mind. You got to change your mind about things yeah. because the heart follows the mind. You know, if you're all caught up in all these things in your mind, your heart's going to go um, 
uh, go crazy. And uh, Christopher Shelton likes the idea of Skull Baptist Church. He says that's headbangtacular. <laughs> that's that's a new one. You heard it right here on Ravens that's Hard funny. This Evening from Christopher Shelton. That is headbangtacular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you're singing a lot about your emotions going down the drain. Um, can you share with us from your experience and when you were writing this song, how emotion just, just can really misguide you? Do you have, can you provide us with some insight into that a little bit? Sure. Well, we were just talking about that. Uh, the fear and anxiety, you know, uh, paralyzing you and keeping you from doing stuff that matters. And when they go down the drain, it's because you, you finally found something, you know, that helped you, that voice that calming voice, that special relationship, and and you finally get to be free and start thinking straight and start, you know, to to be really aware of, of the things that matter. Yeah. You gotta protect the mind, man. Yeah. That that as you say, it's the battlefield. Everything uh-huh. everything goes there. <laughs> and and you just have to worry and, and be concerned about the stuff that you can't control. Uh, as I was saying earlier, you know, all those politics uh, and, you know, whatever is going on in the world, you cannot control that. And it, it's impossible to to be happy if you focus on that. So you just worry about the things you can't control and be excellent at the things you can, you can do. Yeah, man. I, I saw this interview that uh, they did with uh, Chester Bennington before he, um, you know, he committed suicide. Yeah. Man, and he, it's kind it's, it's it's kind of sad and creepy. He was telling the guy that he was um doing the interview uh, with. He's like, "Hey man, like um I do music because my mind is a dangerous place." He was telling like, "Hey man, my mind is a, a my, my head is a, a dangerous neighborhood." And man, it's true, man. Like, yeah, yeah, like this can this this can be a very bad neighborhood. Yeah, that's why he's sad, and it's really it's really sad. Dude, man, like people protect um people protect their their money, they protect their assets, they protect their jobs. Man, you gotta protect the mind. Yeah. Even me, man. Like, like personally, man, I'm open about it. That's the things I, I personally struggle with. Yeah. Just, just keeping up a, a, a positive mindset. And uh, to me, like Chester Bennington's death was one of the saddest because he was he was one of my favorite musicians he was ever, man. Talented, talented guy. But but now but now the, uh, his interviews start to make sense. Like he was he was like telling people, hey, man, my you know there's something going on with my with my mind like my mind's a very very dangerous place right now and he's very open about it yeah yeah yeah. and and people and you know people took those words for granted and and you know now all we can do is learn from that yeah absolutely you know i think maybe a lot of people took it for granted because he was so successful and you don't think about somebody like that really struggling you know mentally because i mean everything was going so well for him and it just goes to show that even though things may look good on the outside, mm-hmm. they might not be going so well on the inside. And that's why it's so important yeah. that we have community with other people. Yeah. And I think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, um, you know, with the pandemic, with everybody being isolated and shut in, when you really don't have anybody to interact with. I mean, internet's great and I, I love this medium, but it'd be even better if you were right here in the studio with me. You know, oh, there'd yeah, be a, yeah. yeah, a whole different level of interaction. I think there's something that, that goes on. And Jermaine says, uh, for Jermaine, Chester was a hero of his as well. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. He even yeah. had a beautiful family. I mean, he had it all. That's, yeah. that's 
exactly what I had it all is about, you know. Yeah, man, his one of his last photos, dude, uh, it was him laughing at the, uh, I think it was at the at the beach, right? Like his last photos, he was laughing. So you never you never know, man. So no. you know, anybody listening, if you got somebody that has those little like signs, just you know, be like, hey, man, are you okay? Or, or you know, try try to reach out to that person. Yeah, and if it's you, just uh, you know, just get help. Or you can even reach us if you want to talk yeah. to us. You know, we're all over social media. But you just uh, just reach for someone because there, there's a way. There's always a way out. Yeah. How can somebody get in in touch with you guys if they're struggling through things or they know that somebody's struggling through things? Because I mean, you guys have a real heart for this. This is the purpose, what drives your music. And I want to give people the opportunity to reach out to you if they if they do need help. How can somebody reach out to you guys if they need help? Sure. You can you can send an email. Is calling at life.com. Or you can just uh, go to our page on Facebook and send a, yeah. a direct message. Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, yeah, TikTok, yeah. you know, we're all over the place. Yeah, just send a private message and we'll definitely talk to you. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't. I don't deal with any of this. She deals with that. <laughs> <laughs> all the <laughs> all all the tech stuff there and everything like that. You know, and it's so important not to base your decisions upon emotion. You know, because um, emotion is fickle. It, you know, it's and a lot of times, you know, God gave us emotion so that we can sense and enjoy the world around us. But like everything else, you know, it gets twisted and perverted and you know, turned into this very dark thing. And something you mentioned earlier, Jess, was using wisdom in things and and being wise. And we talked about that earlier. And, you know, Red Calling is at a really cool place. You guys are, you know, cranking out some awesome music, awesome videos. Um, You know, it's, it's, I consider Red Calling a successful band and you haven't based that upon emotion because I'm sure there's some days like this isn't working and I just want to quit, but you haven't. You know, but you've used wisdom. How have you separated wisdom out from emotion in the way that you guys make decisions? We flip a coin. (laughs) 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 So it's like, go to Las Vegas and spend all my money or do something useful and productive. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's more about, it's more like about discipline. You know, sometimes you guys do stuff. And emotions catch up with, with that later on, you know. And and once you're you're disciplined and you you focus on something, you know, as you just say, sometimes you wake up and you don't want to, you don't even want to open your eyes, you don't even want to, you know, stand and and work and do whatever. But um, God gives you that, you know, motivation and that strength, and and sometimes you just keep doing your stuff. Or, even though if you're if you're depressed or whatever, and then emotions catch up later, you know it's just about you know being disciplined. I guess I like I like that discipline and. I'd like to add something to that because um, most of the problems that I've had in my life, most of the messes I've gotten in is because I've based things off of emotion. And a a lot of those emotions have been hasty uh, Mm -hmm. emotions. I was like, oh, I got to do this now. And I never exercised patience and patience is key. That's Mm -hmm. that's part of that discipline, I think, that you're talking about there, Jess. And uh, Jermaine says, rock, paper, scissors always solves problems, LOL. (laughs) So if it's it's not a a coin toss, like Javier said, uh, do what Jermaine does, rock, (laughs) paper, scissors. (laughs) 
<laughs> Guys, I want to thank you so much for joining me this evening. What's next on the horizon for Red Calling? Do we have any new music, any new uh, videos coming out? Yeah, we, we're actually um, going to be recording um, a few more songs soon just to complete an EP. So that'll, that'll be out soon. And um, we just started taking uh, shows again. And, and, you know, we cannot wait to go out and, and start playing live. Yeah, our first uh, show after the pandemic is August 14th. It'll be at, at the Haven in Orlando. Yeah. It'll be a great show because it's a, a woman who rock festival. So there's a bunch of uh, female fronted bands from Central Florida, and it's going to be awesome. Can't wait for that. That is one of my favorite venues, the Haven. The Haven, uh, yeah. Yeah, I love, yeah. I love the Haven. You know, the name is so appropriate for that place because it's so peaceful there. Everybody's friendly. Yeah. Uh, great venue. I got to yeah, see Seven Kingdoms there several years ago. Um, Christopher Shelton's weighing in. He says, you guys are solid musically and spiritually. Thank and, you, Christopher. Thank you. Uh, Jermaine says, so excited, pumped up to hear what you guys have coming out, uh, what you guys have coming out next. So, hey, everybody, thank you so much for joining us this evening. With me is my friends Javier and Jess from Red Calling. They are a rocking band out of Florida, but they, they rock for a purpose, and they are here to help people that are struggling mentally. Uh, we've been talking all through this edition about the war for the mind, depression, anxiety. These are all things that people struggle with, thoughts of suicide, wanting to commit suicide, actually doing it. This is real stuff. It's to be taken seriously. And Jessica and Javier do so. And you know what? If you're struggling with anything mentally, you can reach out to them and they are here Thank to them. help you. Yeah. And their music, man, if you just need to take a mental break, their music will help you process through the through those emotions. That's one of the beautiful things about music is it brings healing. Um, my wife yeah. was reading today about how, you know, singing music and good music can bring about physical healing. And that's something that I mm -hmm. experienced in my own life as I was recovering from a brain tumor but it also can bring about mental healing. And if you need mental healing, I highly recommend the music of Red Calling. Uh, very good music, and it'll help you process through those things that you're, that you're processing through. Guys, do you have anything else uh, that you'd like to share with us before we close out the evening? This has been a blast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, thank you. Well, we'd like to thank you for having us, for you know, opening this little window for us and letting us share our music and our thoughts. And uh, well, um, just um, just stay tuned. We'll we'll be releasing a new EP by the end of this year. It'll be a five uh, song EP, and we'll be working on new material, new videos too. So thank you, and just stay try to stay positive. And even even you talk to someone once again, you can reach. And thank you, Len. Yeah, thank you so much for having us, man. Oh, thank you. It's always hey. fun. It is. It is. Oh, we got uh, we got uh, Sam here. Great band. Great people. Bless from Sam Rosie Condi. So thank, thank you, you Sam. Sam. Thank you for weighing in. Hey, if you're watching us on YouTube live, go ahead and hit that little subscribe button as well as the little bell so that you can check out more music like like Red Calling. We've got a lot more bands that we're going to be interviewing over the next several months. But I want to talk about something, and I think you guys might be interested in this well as well. Next Thursday at seven p.m., we are switching gears. A Little bit. We're going to hit some heavy theology and talk about demons, angels, aliens, all the things that people are kind of afraid to talk about. And we've got a special guest. He's a Bible scholar. Uh, his name is Dr. Michael Heiser. He has agreed to come on Raven's Heart. 
because we're very unique and he is going to talk about all those things uh the verses that pastors skip because they can't answer the questions about oh, so <laughs> if you got questions about angels demons aliens and even things called other gods in the bible he's gonna talk about all that stuff all the stuff that's in great heavy metal music we're gonna talk about i mean oh, it's yeah. gonna be awesome you know yeah. um and, supernatural, that, and that's, supernatural stuff yes yeah. we're gonna be talking about supernatural stuff and a lot of it and we are actually i'm gonna be asking him questions about some of the things in some music from bands such as nightwish and beyond the black so he's gonna yeah. answer those questions from a biblical perspective from us and it's gonna be gonna be a lot of fun guys thank you you so much for joining you, us if you guys can just hold on while i close everything out um thank you so much for joining us we'll be back next week at 7 p.m with dr michael heiser and until then everybody peace out and rock on lithoscry.com